Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Eighteen minutes away from Aiden Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Louie here filling in for Izzy, but Bears is right there. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven is the Kenards higher phone line. Any stage, the choices flooring poll is up on Twitter. Bears, how many medals will we win in the rowing today? Three, two, or one? What do you reckon? Um, oh, two. That's my guess, but. I'd much rather speak to someone who actually knows, to be honest, Louis, rather than me just sort of having a stab in the dark. I'm pretty sure he's with us now. So let me just give us a little bit of a crack. So we talk Olympics and we talk champions and we talk rowing. And who better could we speak to than this man who joins us right now? His great mate is Hamish Bonner, who is going to be in there today trying to do what he has done before and row for gold in the men's eight. We welcome in a great bloke and a rowing legend and a man just down the road from me here in Matamata. His name is Eric Murray. Good morning, Eric. G'day, team. How are we? Excellent. Jeez, that's the most serious I've ever heard you sound. You must be, you must be enjoying <laughs> uh, the success of the, the rowers at the moment and watching Kerry and Grace do their thing yesterday must have been pretty proud. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, like they've been the form crew all season uh, in terms of our team and and what we've been doing and, and training and practicing back in Carapero and their form coming in from the 2019 World Champs where they won the gold, um, you know, both in, in the pair and the eight. Uh, it just really shows that they're on fire. So, you know, they had no doubts in their mind that they were the fastest through the heats, the fastest through the semifinals um, and into the finals. And I, and I think that really sort of shows today as well with the with the eights and, and Emma, like Emma's the fastest on paper, you know, like she was the fastest qualifier. So was the women's eights, you know, and, and on paper, the men's eight is the third fastest. But, you know, what we saw in the last couple of days, conditions have caused some absolute havoc, actually, at the Rome regatta um, with people missing out on finals when they shouldn't have been because they've steered off course slightly or they've just taken some bad water. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, you say two medals, and I think we've definitely got that in us. And, and the third one would be picking up one in the men's eight. But, you know, how cool would it be if, if we came away today with three gold? You know, that would just be bloody magical. Oh, dear to dream, Baz. This is right in your wheelhouse. Three golds. Eric, you've got you've got yourself fired up early on on a Friday. It, it must be pretty cool watching the team go about it from here. You know what it's like, and you know exactly that crescendo four or five years in the making. So that moment when you do cross the line first, can you just take us that have never been in a boat through it? Relief. Thank God we didn't screw it up. Um, you know, at, at the, the moment of... The moment of racing that race, a lot of people think that it's this magical moment, but you've been, like Baz has been there, you know, like you, you can't sleep the night before because everyone's talking like this and all you're doing is reading articles about we should win this and we should win that and these guys are a dead set for gold medal. And so you're sitting there going, man, imagine if we do screw this up. So you, you're trying to get as much of that doubt out of your mind as you possibly can. And then you're sitting waiting for the start to happen and the anxiety's there. It's like, man wow, like this is it, this is the moment, this is what 
every single stroke in practice, every kilometre, every hour has, has been put towards. And so when that buzzer clicks over, you just go basically into game mode and you come down that race. But it's not the most magical race because you're like really stressed about where everything is and where all the crews are and where you are. You're like, man, we're behind. Shit, we're going to have to push through, you know. But then once you get into that rhythm and you, you know you're in that front position, then you can relax a little bit. But sometimes you don't get into that front position until later. And um, so, so the race itself, in terms of stress, is the highest level you actually ever have. Um, but then, of course, when you do cross that finish line, if you are victorious, then quickly that emotion just turns to elation. And you're like, oh, mate, you know, like amazing achievement. And it's something that nobody would ever be able to take away from you. So how did you deal with it, mate, the, the night before? Like, how did you uh, get yourself in a state where you could just handle those pressures and those, those anxieties and nerves leading into a game? Did you have, what were your coping mechanisms? Oh, most of it was really just about trying to switch off, and it, it's literally mind-numbing crap, you know, like, get on and watch some movies, you know, watch a series or just get online and look at some shit, you know, like, literally just, just completely try and switch <laughs> off from what you've got to do tomorrow because you can you can turn that on when you wake up but if you're sitting there at night and thinking about it your mind just keeps ticking over and over and over so i used to just watch like series or something and then next minute you've fallen asleep and you're like okay sweet and then if you wake up the ipad's still on you just flick that off and then next minute you sort of laying go back to sleep and then you wake up in the morning and you're pretty good but london was probably tough because I didn't quite realise that at the time, and so there you are staring at the ceiling at 1am going, this is ridiculous, you know, like, I shouldn't be here. Um, you know, and then in Rio, it was like, right, let's pop a little sleeping pill at sort of half past eight, nine o'clock, and then you wake up in the morning, you know, and, and sometimes it's just what you have to do. Outstanding. A, a combination of sleeping pill and some, some shit, quote, unquote. What what was that, S, uh, what was it, Eric? What was your series? Were you a Game of Thrones man? Were we talking uh, Line of Duty? I, 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 I think actually in in Rio, I just I just watched like Lord of the Rings again, eh? You know, like it was. I, I started it a few days before, and I thought, you know, this is going to take. It's you know, the extended version takes you about ten hours worth of footage. So by the time you got down to the last one, it's on the last day, you know. So. Outstanding. That's so much from Peter Jackson would be absolutely thrilled with that as well, getting some extra runs. Um, you, you know Hamish Bond innately, right? He's a just a. Uh, how about this? What what makes him such a freak? How about that? Uh, yeah, he's he's an amazing specimen. And like you, you look at it and you see people that come through different sports, and you're just like, man, that guy was amazing. You know what he could do and and bits and pieces, and you know his physiology is just off the chain. And he to be able to go from the rowing and then switch to the cycling and become like a world level time trialist, and then come back to rowing and now be in a position where. If he wanted to, he could have gone back in the pier and done really, really well in the pier, but um, you know, didn't want that pressure and expectation. So he's like, let's let's form the eight, let's get our country going. Um, so you know, teamed up with the other seven guys, and and he's he's in no doubt in his mind, and he's that they're going to go well, and they're going to give it everything they've got. And I just hope that they peaked at like today. You know, they had this fantastic race two days ago where they just pumped everyone, and it was like, man, if you guys if that's not your peak race, you know, because at the Olympics you've got that one race that you're trying to achieve, and if they do that today, it will be amazing, and we should come away with either that bronze or we're sneaking up in a different colour. That's brilliant, mate. So, hey, just just quickly, you're, you're probably busier now than 
during these Olympics than, than when you were competing. I see you're on the TV last night. You're joining us on Baz and Izzy <laughs> this morning as well. You're, you're a high demand right now, and quite rightly. You're busy. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's good because, you know, I've stepped away from the sport and, and it's, it's, I've always looked at it as the fact that when you're in sport, you know, what we, what we do and what we've done was a privileged place to be, and, but we've become public property. You know, you, people want to talk to you and they want your opinions and bits and pieces. So, you know, you, you learn to deal with that and it's something, you know, Kerry and Grace and everyone else will have to, have to get to terms with if they are successful. And so um, I love sharing the stories and, and talking and, and just giving some insight for people that don't quite understand what needs to happen in rowing and how it works or or just in other bits and pieces and how we got successful and how we stayed successful and, and how we never got beaten, you know, all that type of thing. So it's a really cool place to be. And obviously with the Olympics on at the moment, it's just um, high demand, you know, and I'm looking forward to, to being there today and, and co- well, co, co sort of presenting on TV and, and uh, you know, giving everyone those insights as our rowers go out there and race. Outstanding, Eric. We just stuck a poll up on Twitter. How many medals we come away with from the rowing today? Three, two, or one? What are you going with? Uh, I think we can get three, and so I'm going to stick with my three. I've got confidence, you know. And as I said, mate, on paper, Twiggy the fastest, eight women's eight the fastest, and then men's eight third fastest. So that in my books is three medals. So you know, let's let's wait and see. Mate, it just um, just dropped the tone slightly. I've got a wedding over in Carapero today, and uh, you talk about you've got a lot of experience keeping the boat steady out there on that lake. In a, in a very short summation, how do how do I navigate the uh, the difficult waters that could be this evening's exploits? <laughs> uh, just just hope the weather's all right. Let's we'll wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks, mate. It's good to speak to you. I look forward to catching up for a beer at some stage, Eric. Yeah, thanks, guys. Great to chat. Cheers, Eric Murray, double gold medalist, an absolute legend, an authority when it comes to rowing. And he says we're coming away with three medals. Get on the Twitter and get on the Twitter. Jeez, that's boomer chat. Go to Baz and Izzy for breakfast <laughs> on Twitter and vote in our poll. Outstanding stuff from Eric Murray. It's seven and a half minutes away from eight. Back after this. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.